Hey, it's Richie. Excited that you have tuned in to today's podcast. Uh, We've got a pretty unique one. One I wasn't sure how it would work out, but I'm kind of excited. Um, Today, I give you a quick breakdown of just best practices and some, some nuts and bolts to just practically creating that secret place. But then I literally take you uh, through my process of sitting with the Lord. Today we'll sit down as I would normally sit down, and I and I process through this in real time, um, very authentically. Uh, so it hopefully gives you a roadmap of, of how this goes for somebody and where to start for you. So yeah, it's a bit unique. Um, you know, fair warning: this is meant to kind of be followed along, not just straight up listened to. It's it's a bit more experiential. Uh, I even give get some personal revelation in the middle of it. Um, so yeah, please, as you listen to this one in particular, pause it as needed, come back to it as needed, at your own pace, whatever. But just let it guide you, uh, and let it hopefully be an example uh, for you to have a thriving secret place with the Lord. Uh, we just wanted to give you an example of how this gets flushed out in someone's everyday life. So here it is. Enjoy. God bless. I think one of the biggest barriers to this is just not knowing where to start or even what to do. And so today I'll show you one of honestly infinite ways to connect with God. And remember our definition of secret place that we've been using as we dive into this. It's a time intentionally set aside daily for me to have undistracted and uninterrupted time to connect with the living God. Right? It's really this space we make for God to love us and then transform us into people of love. Right? And so I'm going to do that today. And you know, a few things before I literally walk you through uh, one of my secret places. Um, I mean, but. Before you begin, before you jump into this, uh, you really want to identify a time and a place that works well for you, right? Those are those things, a time and a place, right? Time, I mean, for most people and for me, uh, before River, this is first thing in the morning. That's what works best. You're rested, uh, fresh, the day's young. Uh, For others, depending on your stage of life, this might be after school or after work or when the kids are napping or whatever on a lunch break, I don't know. Um, But feel free to experiment until you kind of find a right time of your day for this to happen. You know, like I said before, for me, this was in the morning. Now uh, I'm currently, uh, you know, in a room at the church, just fitting this into my day as I best could today, right? Uh, But you also want to find a place, right? A place um, that's quiet, uh, distraction free as possible. Maybe it's a comfortable chair by a window or uh, your kitchen table or outside in a hammock. I don't know. Um, whatever it is, but you just want to find a place that can, can give you peace and let you be undistracted. Right. And the goal really is to find a place of rest and quiet, right? We want to get kind of silent, uh, before God, both silent externally, right? Shutting out all the noise, but also internally, which is way harder, right? We want to come to this place of calm and centering our mind on God, right? Um, So we can be focused on him, right? And so, yeah, find a time and place, right? But also what I want to say is, set a modest goal, right? Like if you're a beginner starting out with this, like don't try to sit down for an hour. Like if you've never done this before, like it's better to start small and work your way up. So I'd recommend maybe you start with a small goal of 10 minutes for three to five days this week, right? Just 10, I'm going to take 10 minutes undistracted, uninterrupted and commit to this. 
maybe three to five days, you know, or maybe you're not beginning on this. You've done this a little bit, a little bit more intermediate. Um, maybe just consider upping the time that you do spend, right? Or if this something is really much a part of your daily life that you've been doing this for a, a while, I'd, I'd also consider upping your time maybe to more of like a half hour, hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, giving you time to kind of like a new level of focus, right? Uh, but I think it's just important to set a realistic goal with this. Um, and a few things to remember as you jump into this, and then I promise we'll, we'll jump into to my kind of process with this, is I mean, start where you're at, not where you think you should be, right? Start where you're at, because if you can only do five minutes, that's great. Start there and then gently move forward. Beware of like this perfectionism or this overachieving that might take place. The reality is this, no matter where you're at, we grow through small incremental acts that in time become habits and eventually become our character. So this this is going to happen over a course of years, not minutes in a random day, right? Uh, and the other thing you need to realize is like, and I remind myself of this too, like you can't succeed or fail at this practice of developing this connecting time, the secret place time, right? The goal is to simply just show up, to resist the urge to be distracted and to just go with your day, but to pick that time, pick that place and do it, right? And, and, and don't fall into the trap of saying, oh, I'm bad at this or this isn't for me or I don't like, like whatever it is. No, just be patient with yourself, all right? So with all that said, let's kind of get started into my process. So right now, like I said, I'm currently sitting in a room at the church. Uh, I've got a nice cup of coffee. I've got a squeaky chair. I don't know if you can hear that. So if you do, right? But I just want to invite you into this. You know, for sometimes this this takes place for me at home, uh, but really wherever works, right? Uh, I've got my Bible next to me and my notebook, uh, and so I just take this time. Um, you know, and really the first chunk of this time, I always try to just kind of what I would say is to like center my heart and mind to slow down purposely, like to get quiet, right? To kind of achieve that silence we talked about, right? I may throw on worship music here uh, in my headphones. I, I'd even say, man, if that's something you do, like pause this right now and do that, right? But I, whether it's through worship music or silence, I just try to breathe and relax. And I let whatever thoughts come as they may, and then I let them go. I don't get wrapped up in them. Uh, I even sometimes keep like a sticky note next to me if I have different tasks that come up just so I won't forget them, but they don't distract me and derail this, right? But this time I just take at the beginning through worship music, through silence, whatever, is just to abide, to focus on Jesus, right? So just do that right now. Even take a few minutes right now. Again, pause this if needed. We'll play some music underneath maybe, but just to to abide and focus on Jesus, get your heart calm and prepared for this time. So once I feel kind of, uh, you know, at ease or, or rested and like I'm here, my mind isn't somewhere else, I really move into a time of listening prayer or receiving prayer, right? And I'm going to walk you through this. And then at the end, once I walk you through this, I'll share what I experienced because I kind of did this part before I recorded. So it wouldn't be like awkward silence and me trying to dig into my thoughts uh, over this microphone. Um, 
but really usually for me this time is to, is purposed once I'm calm and ready to get insight into like situations going on in my life emotions going on whatever it is but this just lets me bring them before God and process them with him because I think a lot of times life and emotions happen and we don't bring them towards him so I intentionally take this time to do that right and emotions are a big deal um you know even if you call yourself a non-emotional person um they're important to to be aware of of what you're experiencing because emotional pain isn't something to just avoid or deny right rather emotions man, they're a great place to meet God and open ourselves up to him in new ways. Emotions are kind of the language of the soul, to be honest. And often they're God's way of coming to us with direction or discipline or whatever it is, or they're our way to draw near to God, meeting him kind of in those emotional places, right? And so again, let's recenter. I love to think of Colossians 1, set my mind on things above. And I just begin to ask the Lord to reveal what emotions am I dealing with, right? And I want you to do that too. Like, what emotions am I dealing with right now? What's causing me the most angst or what's causing me the most joy, right? That don't have to be just negative, positive. I want to be engaged in what I'm experiencing. Really what you're praying through right now is Psalm 139, the end of the psalm. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart, right? Look within me, God. What's going on within me? And, and try me in my thoughts and see if there's any grievous or offensive way in me and lead me to the way everlasting. David's saying, like, search within me. Look within me, Father, and then and then show me what's going on here and lead me into your way everlasting, right? So let's just, let's just ask him that right now. You know, Father, as we're sitting here and trying to engage with you, God, what are the most prominent emotions I'm dealing with right now? What are the most reoccurring, most prominent emotions I'm dealing with right now? You know, as they kind of come to mind, just let them come to your mind. Don't second guess them. Just write down what comes to mind. That's a good practice to start. Right? So as that comes to mind, again, pause this as needed. But as he brings those emotions to mind, you just want to ask, what do you want me to know about that? God, what do you want me to know about this emotion? It's kind of this question of, God, what do you see in this, or what do you know about this that I haven't seen or known yet? Sometimes I like to ask too, God, when did I start experiencing this emotion? What do you want me to know about that? Again, you're looking in, in for heavenly insight into why you're feeling what you're feeling. Again, pause this if you need to. And just walk yourself through this. So just take a few minutes and and process through what's going on in your life and your emotions right now. So I might dig in that for a while, but I might move into other questions, right? Maybe that's not helping me or it's not clicking today. And I just might ask him some more simple ones like, God, is there anything you want me to know today? Is there anything you want me to do today? Right? Or a big one I like to ask is, God, are there any lies I'm believing right now? And what's your truth? Like, what is true? Is there anyone you want me to bless or encourage today? Or I'll ask him, God, what does connection look like with you? Right? I really take as long as I need in this space, in these moments, uh, 
to just work through whatever I need to, right? It's it's where I get a lot of insight into whatever goes on in my normal day-to-day. Um, and it helps me just center on him and let his voice guide me instead of just my random thoughts, right? So again, even now, take a few moments to do that. Pause again if needed. So I hope you took some time to kind of dig into that. Um, you know, let me share with you as I as I kind of went through this right before I recorded that um, and how I was processing this. Um, you know, the question that really jumped out to me today, um, that surprisingly, honestly, is when I asked the Lord, God, is there any lies I'm believing? Um, and so as that came to as I asked that, um, there's some kind of just reoccurring, I guess, nagging things um, that I wrote down in my journal. You can probably even hear me flicking through this, but um, some things in my life that I know aren't perfectly aligned in him, but they never seem to go away or they come back time and time again, right? And so the what came to mind when I asked that uh, question of God, is there any lies I'm believing? And it, it was, yeah, there's certain areas of your life that you're never going to break free of and will always be a struggle between you and the Lord. Um, and I realized like, whoa, like I am believing that, right? There's some areas of my life that are just always around and I never feel like I get breakthrough on them. And it, they just kind of are a thing I randomly pray through. And it creates like apathy is what uh, he was revealing to me. I was asking, well, what do you want me to know about that? And it was like, it's creating apathy, meaning you feel so defeated that you've kind of just given up, right? Um, and then a little bit deeper, I felt like he even said uh, like, you you try to like kind of white knuckle or like do better in these areas or you set up a bunch of ways that you'll conquer them and it never comes to fruition or you just stumble again or whatever it is and um it's super discouraging and the thing that he was bringing to mind with this was like this is what he said he says it's not you trying harder that's going to break you free of this but it's you letting go it's more of a receiving and a yielding to my spirit rather than a doing. And that hit me because I realized like I do just try to be better in these areas of my life and I often feel defeated. And he was saying like, no, like let me, let my spirit come along and you yield to that spirit and receive what I want to give you and you will find breakthrough in the ways that I'm calling you to. And he kind of uses this this image of a river often the river of life flowing through Um, but he just said sit along the river and i will teach you what you need to know your life is a yielding any fruit you've ever had has come from yielding so sit down along the river to learn and receive not just do and these things um and these things will, will will disappear when you yield your life by sitting next to me along this river um, so yeah, that was just, that was just something he spoke to me today of like, man, quit, quit just white knuckling this and trying to just like, whatever, do, do, do like you, you actually get breakthrough through receiving, not just doing right. And so yeah, that's kind of, kind of what happened for me in those moments. And so as I kind of break, break through that part, I usually move into, um, 
a time in the word now, right? And so I've kind of got through this centering and, and silent worship or, or just worship music. I use that. And then I move into this prayer time, right? This listening and receiving prayer, which we just did. And then I kind of wrap up at a time in the word. Um, and again, there's many other things that might happen during this time, but these are kind of the, the things I usually try to work through. Sometimes I get through one. Sometimes I get through all three. Sometimes none of them happen. It's just whatever, right? Um, but for the sake of today, uh, let's, let's get into the word because this is what I would normally do and I'm inviting you into my thoughts today. So um, actually, let's open to Galatians 3. Um, so even, yeah, again, pause this if you need to, but let's, let's flip, I'll flip open to my Bible to Galatians 3. And the reason I'm flipping open to this today uh, is because this is literally the reading plan I'm in right now. Our church is kind of diving into Galatians uh, in this season, uh, or really the whole New Testament, but right now we're on Galatians 3 uh, today. And so this is what I'm diving into. Uh, and I highly recommend, uh, man, if, if reading the Bible is a struggle for you, like like start with kind of shorter reading plans, right? Don't just like flip open and play Bible roulette, but really, really... Um, you know, pick a reading plan out, whether it's on the Version Bible app or like you can join, I think you can find it on our Facebook page where we've got a whole another Facebook group of people sharing what they're learning each day through the New Testament. Um, but yeah, and I'd also recommend just something that's helped me a lot is like having a physical Bible, like a paper Bible, like this, this thing can help big time, uh, especially helps me unplug from my phone. Uh, so I'd recommend that. Um, yeah. And so yeah, flip to Galatians 3. And let's just, let's just read it together, and then we'll break this down uh, how I normally would. Taking a sip of coffee. So, Galatians 3. You know, just for the sake of this too, I think I'll just read the first chunk. It says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having been begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith, just as Abraham believed God and so it was counted to him as righteousness? So this is kind of just the beginning, beginning portion, right? Just so good. Um, wow, that's like really resonating with what the Lord was saying with me. But um, yeah, and so this is how I break down scripture. And there's plenty of different ways to do this. I mean, you could do Bible study. You could do the OIA, which I know we walked our students through. But I'm going to actually, uh, I'm, today we're going to go through something that I'm learning like right now. It's a new way to study the Bible that I've jumped into. I learned it from... Uh, this kind of discipleship thing called Practicing the Way uh, with John Mark Comer. Um, but it's called Lectia Divina. Uh, so don't get caught up on the word or the name throws you off. But Lectia Divina, it's just Latin for spiritual reading. Uh, it's a way to read the scripture with a specific aim of hearing God's voice over your life. And so it's kind of broken into four different things. And so I'm literally, this is like the first week I'm doing it. And so I'm going to walk you through what I've been doing. But it's kind of got four basic um movements as you read the scripture uh, or four Latin words that they use. Um, the mechanics of it aren't really important. Uh, it's it's less about technique and more about like our heart posture and pacing of reading the scripture, right? Uh, the basic idea 
is simply to find a quiet place to read scripture slowly with your ear open to God's voice through the text. And unlike Bible study, which is a wonderful practice, the goal is to is less to like hear what he was originally saying to this first audience, but uh, really to take the next step and hear what he's saying to you right now, right? And so we're just going to kind of work through these four movements. Um, and here's what they are. It's just to ref- read, reflect, respond, and rest, Read, reflect, respond, and rest, right? And so as you read it, and I'm going to read it again with us, but you read the passage slowly. You pay attention to each line. And as you move through each line, pay close attention to what jumps out, what gets highlighted, what draws your attention. And when your heart gets kind of drawn to a word or a phrase or a sentence, just pause and let it expand in your mind. Don't move on, but just let it expand, right? And so once you read that, then you reflect. And this happens after you finish reading the passage, you return to the beginning and maybe read it again. Um, But on your second time, you focus even more on these words and phrases that resonated with you deeply um, for whatever you're wrestling with today. And you're, you're trying to listen or reflect to what God is saying to you, right? And then the third one is just respond. You want to talk to God about what you're sensing, right? Uh, And then the last one is just rest, right? This is just a place to pause and rest in God's presence before you get back to the noise of life and you express in your heart whatever went on, right? And you kind of ask the Spirit to illuminate your mind with a clear action step um, from this, right? So, so yeah, this this Galatians 3, um, let's just read it again, see kind of what bubbles up. I hope you got your Bible open. Um, Again, pause this if you don't. I'd love for you to read along with me. Uh, All right. It says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Yeah, so even as I read that, I sense that leafing out. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Heaven begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Wow. Yeah, that too. Are you trying to be perfected by your flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, does he who supplies the Spirit to you, wow, he who supplies the Spirit to you, work miracles among you, So by works of the law or by hearing with faith. Wow. Yeah, so there's a few things that are coming to mind. You know, kind of that in verse 2, like this, you know, like what's going on here? Did you receive the Spirit through works of the law or by hearing with faith? Right? And then having begun by the Spirit, am I now trying to be perfected by the flesh? And then even a little bit more, it talks about this idea that the Spirit is provided by Him, and we know it through hearing, right? Yeah. And so that was kind of the read portion, and it, honestly, I'm, I'm just trying to, to listen to the Lord even right now. And you have probably listened to the rest of this podcast already, or the beginning portion, like what he's, he's connecting what that lie was. Remember I was saying, like, I'm believing this lie of like, oh gosh, like... I just work harder, do better, like these things will break free. But no, he's, he's reminding me like the spirit, me hearing from God, hearing his spirit, that is how any fruit in my life has ever shown up. 
right? It's this yielding and receiving of faith. That is how I'm perfected. Not by me just working harder, right? Or he uses these terms, works of the law, right? Because he's talking to kind of a Jewish context and um, they would understand like the different works that needed to be done to make themselves right with God. But he's saying, no, that actually hearing with faith and he ends here with in verse 6, just as Abraham believed God and was counted to him as righteousness. So Abraham's belief in God that came through hearing in his faith, that's what made him right with God. And so going back to that beginning, like, did you receive the Spirit by works or by hearing? And are you trying to be perfected by works or by a Spirit? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean really this reflect part, right? Which is, you kind of go through it. I won't read it a second time because I'm kind of, I've probably read it five times at this point, but this reflect, like I'm just sensing the Lord, like hearing is key. Like hearing him is key. So these areas in my life that I felt like are, are unsurrendered to him or, or I'm not getting breakthrough on, like he speaks to me about them. I just ignore it. <laughs> and so I need to listen and I need to yield and I need to receive yeah. Wow. Yeah, so to respond to the Lord, right? Kind of this third point. Father, man, just let me try to not perfect me apart from you. I can't do that. You started my walk with you by your spirit. So let me simply just do what's already gotten me here, listening and yielding to your presence. Let me just receive by yielding through hearing. Wow. So as kind of the word comes to life, I just want to rest in it. All right, just thank him for the truth. Father, I just thank you for the truth that you spoke to me. Um, yeah, I thank you that you're you're moving in this. Yeah, God. Um yeah, I, will, I, I just received that, the truth. Just sense that he wants me to be obedient to when the things come up, um, to yield to his presence. So, Father, yeah, I'll do that. It's so good. Wow, again, sorry, you kind of got wrapped up in my uh, thoughts there, but that was the purpose of it. Um, but yeah, you see, man, like when we give the Lord these spaces, like he can enter in. You just got to give it to him. Wow. Uh, so again, those four movements, right, of Lectia Divina, of spiritual reading, right, to you read it, and then you reflect a little bit deeper on the things that jumped out to you as you read it the first time, read them a second time and reflect. Thirdly, you respond, right? Talk to God, like tell him like what you, even though he already knows, like it's good to like give language to what you're experiencing and then just rest and receive what he wants you to do. Right, so I just encourage you right now. Uh, I know you just listened to my breakdown of Galatians three, but maybe do it on your own. Um, yeah, and just just take time to receive that. Yeah, so I hope you were able to kind of pause and and restart and kind of work through this a little bit more practically instead of just listening. Um, I hope that's what it was for you. I hope this encouraged you that, man, all you got to do, again, is pick that time, pick the place, and then hunker down and do it, right? Again, we kind of just work through 
ways to to worship and center in silence or worship music right you can do that take time of, of listening prayer of paying attention to what's going on in your heart and life life moves so busy and so fast we need to inquire of the lord what's really going on get his insight into our life lead us to the way everlasting and then third just diving into the word and letting i mean that's what makes scripture so beautiful is that you're not just reading it it's reading you uh, it's bringing beautiful things to mind yeah so let me just pray for you uh father i just pray that you would bless uh people's secret place their connection time with you uh, that it would overflow god that that um we'd be able to receive more and more from you as we're surrendering more and more of our life in literal time to you to to be in your presence god so yeah would you pour out your spirit in a fresh way in jesus name amen